Hello, I'm Chisomo, your host. Welcome to It Starts With The Dream. This show is all about crafting your dreams in your life and in your business. I'll be talking about vision, mindset, planning, self-care and entrepreneurship. I'm all about planners. I design them, I sell them, and I teach on how to make them too. I've got over 15 years experience in swimwear, fashion, retail, design in the UK, and I also bring that experience into the show. Welcome to the show. So we are just a week away from Christmas 2020. Wow, what a year it's been. Today I'm going to be talking about money and pricing. So it's been a while since I have done a podcast. I think this year I've only done three, bit embarrassed to say. But you know what? It, I think we've all gone through a bit of a year that has thrown us a bit. And what I've realised, I was still making it difficult. In life, we can make things much more difficult than they need to be and I'm certainly one to have done that I think it comes it's that perfection thing where we want to do things perfectly and last year I know I would be sitting in my lovely office the children would be at school I'd plan my podcast and I had my yeti microphone and you know no one's in the house and I could just do things um as best as I could so you know as close to perfection as I could at that point and this year I've not been able to do that and it did affect me from showing up and I don't want it to let it stop me going forward. So I'm trying something new today. I've got the Anchor FM app on my phone. I'm sitting in my bedroom. The kids are downstairs um, doing that bit of homeschool and I'm just going to record it here and see how that goes. So I want to talk about pricing and money and I guess it's money mindset and who is this for? This is for you if you struggle with spending money or, I guess, investing. This is for you if you're a small business owner and you are you, you also find it hard to maybe um, charge what you want or you, you want to maybe understand what how people think so, to, so you can price things in a way that meets their needs. Um, so it's just a bit of sharing my thoughts and I guess things that I've kind of been learning over the last year or so um, and what I'm doing about it as well. So first of all, yeah, so you've got a product or a course and you're selling it and you find that some people say it's too expensive. So I am going to reference to my course because um, that's the best example I can give. So my course is called Plan Planners on Demand and it teaches you how to turn your PDFs or your workbooks into physical planners with print on demand. And my course is currently $99. Now, that to me was a, a really, really high price to charge. When I first thought about making the course, I was like, I'm going to make it. I'm going to sell it for like $25. I'll just leave it around that price. And maybe I might go up to about 50 And I was just really scared to charge for it. Um, and then I did make it and I started off kind of low. But around that time, I'd been doing a lot of money mindset and money work. And I realized that oftentimes what we charge and what we perceive as expensive or cheap, it's, it's a lot related to how we feel about money. And if we don't have a great relationship with money, maybe we have feelings of lack, that we don't have enough, that, um, you know, maybe money is not a good thing all those types of things, then we will also struggle to charge what our products are worth or courses or our mentoring. And then we will in turn also struggle to 
invest in ourselves, like to buy a course. So that's definitely something I have experienced. So my course is $99. And, you know, the people who say it's too expensive, I can't afford that. I was that person, uh, I guess about five years ago. I had come from like the corporate world, the mainstream world, you know, you go to university or college if you're in America, I think that's what you guys call it, college, and you get a degree, then you get a job, and you know, you go up the ladder. And I, de I came from that world, even though I'm, I was doing fashion design, which is very creative and a bit, you know, I guess more unusual, it's still, I still followed that kind of common path of going to university, getting my fashion degree and getting my job. The only money I'd ever invested, I guess, in myself, in my education was my university degree and my A-levels. You know, there was a cost there, but my parents paid for that for um, my art and design GMVQ. And in my mind, again, like most people, you only really associate spending money for education in terms of a college degree. Um, something that's certified or accredited. You you know, you paying this amount, I'm doing this course, I'm expecting there to be a certification, a BTEC and GMVQ, um, a BA honours degree, a master's, um, and so forth. And then to come from that to this, I guess, self-development world where you're invested in courses that are helping you, I guess, with your mindset, with your thinking, with your confidence, it's very frightening because it's so unfamiliar. And I remember it being, you know, about five years ago, six years ago, come, being in my corporate world and I guess not being quite happy and then feeling like, you know, I think there's other ways to do life. I've got these two young boys and I'm missing them I'm at work and feeling guilty and I'm not being the mum that I want to be and parenting how I want to be and you know there's lots of different ways to parent so whatever works for you and whatever you want that's you know go for it but for me it was like I'd rather be working part-time or if I could work from home but it was just like a foreign concept that just didn't seem in reach for me again because of going through like guess mainstream education and thinking the only things you can do is get a degree and get a job and that job is full time and you have your kids and you put them in nursery and you go back to work full time. <sighs> I think a lot of us probably have that story or following that type of path. Anyway, so there I was thinking there must be maybe there's other ways to do life and I come across different podcasts and books and I'm also trying to get myself out of a bit of a, a rough time depression postnatal depression again like feeling worried about my work I thought I was gonna be made redundant while I was on maternity leave um not feeling really confident in myself not feeling confident when I was at work not feeling like I'm being the mum I want to be all these things compounded and it was a really rough time and I went to therapy and then I went to CBT and that was fantastic and that helped me. But I found that it was more about techniques with coping with life. And I remember saying to my counsellor something like, well, there's this opportunity to get my dream job um, with this UK retailer to work as a swimwear designer at head office, but it's full time. I think at that point I was working part time at the same place I'd been at for seven years. And it was like scary to take a leap, to leave something that 
in my mind had been safe and secure, even though now I've been tried to be redundant, to go to something that was it was a nine month um, nine month cover. So it wasn't even a stable job in that sense. But it was at a UK retailer, very established, had been around for like, you know, I think like 80 to 100 years. It was a bit of a dream. It was a bit would have been my, you know, 20 year old dream when I was at university at fashion school to work for a UK uh, retailer like that. And I said to the counsellor, I'm really worried, you know, it's full time and I've got the children and I don't want to, I don't know, I'm a bit worried, like, you know, I don't want the our relationship to kind of not be as close and things like that. And her reassurance <laughs> was something like, well, you, you had your mum and dad around, like my dad was always home, like in the evening, he was always home. At the weekend, he was around. So he, once when he was not at work, he was very present. My mum, she was a nurse and she worked around us. So she worked night shifts at the weekend. And in the school holidays, when my dad was looking after us because he was a teacher, then my mum would work. So I always had a parent caring for me. I literally can remember having babysitters because I think it happened three times ever because <laughs> it was so rare and we didn't have family where we we didn't have family we live in England my dad's family are Welsh my mum's family is Zambia so there was no family and I guess they don't really trust people you know like trusting people if they're not too close is a bit difficult and also um paying for babysitters was not something I don't think people really paid for things like babysitters in the in those days so I always had my mum done around and yet here I was in therapy and needing to unpack things, which also some things are childhood things, um, you know, like wanting your parents' approval and how it can lead into perfectionism. So she kind of said, look, you had both your parents around and they were very present and you had everything you need and love and, you know, shelter and encouragement yet you still needed therapy so you could <laughs> so basically you can't control whether or not your children are going to be affected in their lives and need therapy down the road and I was a bit like okay I kind of get it but that doesn't really make me feel better that's not really the reassurance I want like I could work full-time and screw up my kids or I could be a stay-at-home mum and screw up my kids and so at that point I just thought you know what, what I really wanted was some, for her to say, and it's not even, it was not even for her to say it because that's not her job as a CBT therapist, but I really would have loved someone to have said, look, you don't even have to get the full-time job. You could actually go and create your own job. You can start the business. You can sell, your, you know, whatever you're doing in your daytime job, you can do that and freelance. And basically say there's something else you can do. There are other options or even you can just stay at home and just accept that money will be really tight for a while and stay at home until your kids go to school. And it wasn't even presented like I had options. It was just like, yeah, all right, go get this great job. It's full time. And you might, you know, your kids might need therapy in 20 years time <laughs> or they might not. And at that point, I just knew that I had to come out of I had to like, there was something more I had to like look into. It wasn't just CBT. And that's where this idea of starts with a dream came from. Because I realised it actually had to start with having a dream or a vision for how I actually want my life to be. Not how I wanted it to be from when I was 18, but here I was like 34. How I wanted it to be now that I had kids, I was an older person. You know, I'd had experience, I'd experienced 
you know, been a fashion designer. So I guess I ticked that goal. You know, I was married. There was a lot of things I already had achieved, but it was like, okay, what's now for the next season of life? And let me be intentional about what it could be. And that's where I got into self-development. And at that point, it was consuming free content, which was podcasts, books, YouTube videos, etc. And I remember me look. I had been following Charlene Johnson and Michael Hyatt, and I remember being so terrified to spend ninety nine dollars on Charlene Johnson's course, which I think was called Yeah Courageous Confidence. Being absolutely terrified to spend ninety nine pounds on this or dollars dollars it was, and it just being like oh, but, okay, I'm spending money on this course. Like, I'm not quite sure, like, all right, what is it? Like, mindset, okay, can we feel more confident? I kind of, you know, I'm not quite sure what it would be like. I don't know how, you know, will I get results? Will it help me? And yet, yeah, at that point, I had a job. So in theory, I kind of could afford it, maybe not like the whole amount in one go, but I could have afforded it if maybe I wanted to save up for like three months or maybe I put paid up 50% and then put it on my card and then cut paid off half of it straight away or there was definitely ways I could have afforded it but in my mind there was this thing of I can't afford it it's really expensive now ask me would I have at that point gone out and bought um something for the kids yeah so would I have gone out and maybe gone to paid for clubs for the children would I have gone out and bought them I don't know, a new outfit? Would I have bought them a new um, toy or kit? Something for them. Yeah. And would it could have easily costed $99? Very easily. Could I have even gone out for a dinner with my family? Yeah. And that would have been, what, about £50, £60. Yet the thought of paying £99 for a course just seemed, I guess, expensive and scary. And again, it's just the idea it was something new and I think it's understanding that these like a course is going to help you and it's going to grow you and you're you're invested in yourself so I guess that's the first point like it's it's understanding that you're investing yourself and that's for you if you're looking at buying the course and you're scared then it's actually understanding that you're invested in yourself and that it's going to bring a return because you're going to gain knowledge and experience and skills which you can hopefully sell or share and in turn get your money back and more or develop as a person which in turn is going to positively affect all all kinds of areas of your life and you're going to be happier more peaceful healthier and that's investing in yourself and what's the monetary i guess what's the monetary um value of that would you say it's worth $99 to feel better and more confident? Absolutely. So I think it's that's one key thing is when we feel like something that's expensive, it's understanding that it's investing and it's investing in ourselves. So if you're selling a course, it's explaining and getting that message across to your students or to potential clients or customers, or even if it's services, that you are bringing a result to them that could may have a monetary value. So spend $99 with me and learn how to do X, Y, Z and in turn sell or create your own things from that and make thousands or tens of thousands of dollars afterwards or invest $99 with me 
and will uncover some limiting beliefs around your confidence and you'll build confidence. And how is that going to, what's the value in that? Well, you're going to be at work and you're going to, you know, speak up in a meeting. You're going to share your ideas. And because you're doing that, you're going to get seen, you're going to get noticed, you're going to get visible. And then in turn, you get a promotion. So I think that's a really key thing. It's this idea of investing and understanding that you actually are invested in yourself. Maybe when you're looking around at things that are interested, things that caught your eye, or if you're selling products or services and helping get that across to your potential customers. So I think that's a really key thing. Okay, why else do people say something's expensive? Because they don't value it. And sometimes we are very comfortable. <laughs> I think we know we get comfortable even in our discomfort it's comfortable so me at that point feeling like okay feeling like there's something else in life I was still comfortable in like this idea of having a job and working and that felt comfortable because it was familiar and I got to a point where those things now I felt are affecting me and affecting me making progress so like for instance going for this amazing job you know, I was also feeling a little bit like, oh, I don't know if I'm good enough. And I had a, like, you know, self, self-esteem issues there and I wanted to be more confident. So, you know, doing that course was like, OK, that could help me in that area. And the discomfort of like not being brave enough to even apply is now more than the comfort of the discomfort of, you know, not being quite happy in my current role or being worried about redundancy. So that pushed me. That now made it a priority that meant now this is something i value there's an urgency to it so sometimes if someone says something expensive they don't quite value it it's not urgent to them it's not a priority and i think sometimes it's it, we might say it ourselves like oh yeah can't afford that or it's good i can't afford it and actually it'd be more truer to say to ourselves i don't value that that's not a priority right now um sometimes there's things that have looked quite good i'm like yeah that's interesting yeah i will do it yeah but i can't afford it right now and the more truthful thing would be for me to go actually i don't value that i don't value investing to learn how to do facebook ads or i don't value or it's not a priority right now for me to invest um to learn how to uh create a course and you know spend two two thousand dollars to spend a, to do a course or something um so that's another thought then why else do some do people say something expensive because they don't trust themselves so or they don't trust you and that's a big one so maybe you're they've you're maybe they've you've just they've just come into your kind of radar and they're like this is interesting this is you know what this looks interesting but i don't really know who you are i don't really know what your you know what your credibility is why can i trust you why you know how can i know that you'll get me results um and that's that one for some people trust can take a long long time and i'm definitely one of those cautious people for me trust takes a long time or it used to but now as i'm kind of getting used to things and also building in my confidence and believing in myself then the trust is coming quicker so for instance there was a lady janet murray and i want to buy her i like i listened to her podcast and i love the content and she has a planner for social media and i think i wanted i was like interested with her things she has like uh, some courses and stuff and a membership and i was a bit like oh yeah that's interesting i literally think i listened to her about 
four years <laughs> before I bought anything. <laughs> and just trust took a long time for me to build. Um, and then eventually I did. And, and you know, it was really great con content and information. And I think what did it was I actually saw her in real life. <laughs> I met her at an event, um, Expert Empires. And I met her in real life and I, and I took, you know, introduced myself and just said I was a listener and, you know, she was really lovely. We had a nice conversation. And then I just kind of thought, yeah, you know what, I'm going to buy something. I've always been listening to her content and I've liked, I liked how she came across in real life. So I, I bought something. But there, that's like years, years of being on her radar before I bought something. <laughs> so some people are cautious. They need time to build trust. Other people they maybe they a bit more clear about what they need and what they want they can listen maybe just a little bit maybe just listen a couple of episodes of a podcast or watch some videos on youtube um or maybe just go to one of your webinars and then they they're like yeah i want it i you know they've got a certain trust in themselves that they would do the work and they are clear on what you're selling and that it's going to help them and they're like yeah i'm ready to invest now, that kind of happened to me more recently where I came across Rachel Rogers. She was speaking up against racism. It was an open letter, I guess, to Marie Forleo about um, liberal white coaches and and how they weren't speaking up in a way that was actually needed and powerful to do with racism. And I watched her heartfelt message and I joined her free Facebook group, listened to maybe like a couple of podcasts, watched a webinar, and then she opened up her We Should All Be Millionaires Club and I was in it and I and that's the most money I've probably ever spent like an ongoing amount but I was like you know what I can't quite afford this I have enough for one month I'm gonna go in for one month literally if that's all it is and if I believe I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna get results because of who she is what she's saying and the, and the kind of the ladies that were in there I was like, I know that I'm going to be um, changed by being in that group. I know my mindset's going to up level. Even if I go in there for one month, it's going to be worth it. And I was right. And I invested and I didn't have to like listen to her podcast for like 10 years or anything like that. Because at this point, I knew what I needed. I could see that she could provide it. And I have more confidence in myself that I can do the work and get results. So I did. And then I'm, you know, it did change me. It shifted me. It helped me um, within like that, you know, a month or two in. I created something that got that covered my, my money for the next month and so forth. And now I've been in there a couple of months. It's probably still a bit too expensive for me. Um, I probably will have to leave in January, maybe. But I knew it was going to be worth it. And I was ready to invest because I had trust in myself that I could do the work and I was clear on what she was selling. And I knew that was what I definitely needed. So that's talking about trust and why people say something's expensive or why someone's ready to go. And then, yeah, so people not trusting in you and that would be and how you help them overcome that is with, you know, sharing content, talking about what you, you know, your experience. Um, and I realised it's something I don't do enough. I never, I didn't really talk about my experience as a fashion swimwear designer and working in retail, learning how to understand customers and branding different customer avatars and able to translate that into products that are commercial and sell. And, 
And I'm a bit like, oh my goodness, why did I not see that I have that as a skill? And that could be really valuable to someone who's learning how to create a planner and understanding trends and marketing and branding. So I know I didn't, I don't do enough and I'm going to be doing more of that. So share your expertise, share why you're credible. Okay. And the idea, okay, people don't trust themselves. Then that's where mindset comes into it. And people don't always realize that they don't, it's mindset, especially me. When I was new, I thought I just need to learn how to, you know, drive traffic with Pinterest. I need to learn SEO. I need to learn um, all these strategies. I need to learn how to build an email list. And I was convinced that was all I needed to do. And I, you know, did spend some money on different courses and um, didn't really get results. And then I was frustrated and I was like, yeah, but other people are getting results with this course. I don't understand, like, why am I not? And then over time, I've realized it's mindset. And I do think that you need to include mindset in your course and also be, yeah, teaching on mindset in your content so your customer or potential customer is is actually developing their mindset and realizing that they can do it because number one they don't trust themselves they don't believe in themselves they don't believe that they can maybe follow the instructions they don't believe that maybe they feel like they're too old too young not experienced they feel like an imposter they feel like a fraud these are all things i have felt and that's why i know um feel like actually how can I create you know printables or planners I'm a fashion designer so I feel like I'm a fraud or like no one you know I taught myself illustrator and had a few tips from friends but basically I didn't get a illustrator degree I didn't do graphic design at university so I'm a bit of a fraud how can I teach other people illustrator even though it's something I've done it's something I've become good at and I'm creating products with that skill and making money and we don't see that like value in ourselves we don't see what we can offer and it's this and it's mindset and it's believing that you have something to offer that you have skills you have expertise that is valuable to someone else and to believe that you can t make a plan and take the steps to action the plan and that is all mindset so you've got to help your potential customers and clients understand that they can do it and not that and that you know there will be tricky times it will be difficult sometimes but helping them understand that they can do it so that's to do with trust um okay so yeah that was to do with like things people someone saying something's expensive and um, the next thing i'll be talking about i guess is to do with pricing levels and i guess pricing stairs or staircases <laughs> so my course is now 99 dollars and I no longer believe that's expensive. Why Why is that? Because I've come to realise that when someone takes it and actions it, over time they will make their money back and more. I, I honestly do believe that. And why do I believe that? Because I've made planners and made that more. And also because I invested in a course which I thoroughly recommend and I'm affiliate for, which is Passive Income Planner Girl by Michelle Roy and that's about and amy amy and that's about learning how to actually design the printables um and now the focus there is on the digital planners and she really walks you through you know using canva learning how to design apple pages and all sorts and also it's very heavy on the mindset i invested in that course i remember when i did i again i was scared and i thought it was expensive 
and I already knew how to design printables, but I realized mindset and that, that lady, that girl, Michelle, knows her, she, she, she thinks differently. There's something about her and how she thinks I needed a bit of that. <laughs> so that's why I joined just for the mindset bit. And that course has returned me. Oh, I can't even put a figure on the return it's had. It's returned on me actually taking action on things that I want to do and put them out for sale. And that makes money. It's returned to me in making things better, understanding customer journey, not just thinking, oh, all I'm about is making a planner. And that's the end of the story. That cause, it helps you with mindset and thinking bigger. And that course, it turned from me just making principles to this make, making this course. Michelle was like a big cheerleader who will like make this course. Um, people want it. I will buy it. I want it. And I know other people will. So, and so that is part of what she teaches and it just opens your mind up. And it's not just about making a printable or a digital planner. It's sharing your expertise and sharing, she calls it like your, your zone of genius and your magic with the world. So that, that thinking, that mindset, I was like, I need it. So I joined it. And like I said, the return investment has been, I can't put a figure on it, but it's probably actually, out of everything I've done, the biggest investment, biggest return on investment. And it was $99 when I took it. So now when I think $99, I think actually super cheap for what, for what it's going to bring into your life, super cheap. And that's how I think about my course now. I think $99 is actually very reasonable. I actually think it's entry level for anyone who wants to start a business, um, wants to learn something new that could add to their business. I just think it's actually very low. If you wanted to start, a, you know, some kind of bricks and mortar business, which maybe not in this day and age, unless it's delivering food <laughs> or delivering items. And yeah, that's going to work in Corona. But if you want to have a, like, I guess, a more traditional business, you're looking at investing like 50,000, 100,000 pounds, dollars. I know because I've, I kind of wanted a gift shop <laughs> and I was looking into that and I was looking at how much it would cost to like, um, buy wholesale gifts stationery um you know get a little premises a little shop or even just sell it from my home but just having all those products in the stock and I was just like whoa I, I'm looking at ten thousand pounds I don't have that and I was like that business is scratched off my list right now um and then my first business actually was a product business and I had travel towels and compact lunch bags which I produced in China and that was an investment in making those products. I And I put it on a credit card, which I regret, and I got into a lot of debt with it. Um, it was a great learning experience. But that business cost me, um, you know, that was like £5,000 to invest at least. So when I think about $99 as a, as a entry-level price for learning something which can turn into uh, a long-term business or a service that you can also offer or improving your skills so you're a better candidate like for you know VA work or graphic design then I just think it's actually very very reasonable very affordable and good value if you if someone feels that they couldn't afford $99 for this then I would say actually my course isn't right for you because you're also going to need to get samples which cost about six to fifteen dollars depending on your planner so it's also understanding like this is that this is great value it's very affordable and if you can't quite afford it then actually maybe it's not you're not ready for it you're not quite ready to to do it and that's actually fine we've got to be able to 
turn people away. We've got to be able to be okay with going, actually, that person's not quite right. They're not ready yet. And that's okay. I don't need to like maybe drop the price for this individual or feel bad or guilty. Um, And then if we can offer help in other ways. So I have loads of freebies. You know, I explain things. I've got like, um, you know, articles or like a YouTube channel and I've showed people and explained things so they can actually get started for free. Um, I even I'll I'll be bringing out a free free opt in, which is um, lined pages and grid pages and sharing one of the videos from my course showing you how to make a a cover on Canva so someone can actually implement that and create some journals and start selling them first of all and make the money um and even like showing telling people you can start off by making a printable on canva and that doesn't have to cost you anything so you can actually start making money straight away and then when you've got a hundred dollars then you can come and buy the course so it's been okay that you will turn some people away and maybe those people are not quite ready yet and then you support them with your free content which can help them get started so they can still make progress because I think that's the thing if you if you're like me I know you care about people you care about their progress you want them to move forward in life and I know you will you will give them helpful advice that means that they can get going they can develop their mindset they can learn a practical skill and they can start they can start on the journey of whatever it is that you teach or share or um, provide so yeah so $99 I think it's a very affordable um, low cost price it's but it's not low enough that you would just buy it and not bother doing it I hope to think um, it depends you know maybe you've got a bit more money then you might think actually you might buy $99 courses and then just stick them with you know leave them in your uh, inbox and not open them but for most people it's a price where you kind of think you do think you like okay that's yeah I'm not gonna just quite buy that without thinking but it's not out of reach but I do need to think is this something I really want to do um am I going to take action and hopefully it helps weed out a little bit of people who will maybe just buy something and not take action and then kind of moan that your product or your service was it wasn't good and it's actually more that they didn't take action you know if when I have bought loads of things that around like the you know I'd say from seven dollars to about thirty five dollars I've bought things around that price where I haven't really implemented um and I know I haven't implemented so I'm not like I'm not moaning and thinking all oh, these things are no good because I've kind of realized I didn't implement it properly but I know some people don't have that self-awareness and they will be moaning and saying oh it's no good it didn't help me and it's just that they didn't really value it and they didn't do the work because the price was too low and they and it there's that saying you it you pay to pay attention pay to pay attention and the more money you invest in something the more you pay attention it's not always like that like i said that 99 course from michelle i probably put more effort and time into that than maybe some other things that were more expensive um and I think because it was really aligned with who I am um where I wanted to go and she was basically sort of I guess living the life that I would like to be living and having the type of business I'd like to be having so but basically yes we pay attention when we have paid money when we have skin in the game as it's called um when we've got something to lose (laughs) which is 
usually money so that's why the price is at 99 because it's i think it's very affordable but at the same time you're going to think twice about whether it's something you want to do and hopefully you're going to actually take some action because that's what i would love i'd love to see all my students making beautiful gorgeous planners workbooks selling them for their own brand you know offering that as a service growing their freelancing business uh, and basically making their crafting their dream business with that skill and then let's see so that's yeah so i've talked about why it is at that price and this idea of like value perceived value people prioritizing something um and investing and getting a return on your investment and realizing that you're investing in yourself and the last bit i guess again it's to do with the pricing structure is so i think that price is very affordable someone can come in and they can learn that and they can you know go off and start implementing and that is something they would be doing on their own now for some some people would look at 99 and they'd be like that kind of is cheap i don't that's not uh, i don't know if there's actually enough value there why is it cheap because some people will perceive that as cheap and they would rather something that has more um more access to you i guess more higher touch access to you and support and then they maybe would be like up to pay they might be like okay if the course is 99 then i might want to pay five hundred dollars and i'll get like four or five one-on-one calls with you to help you implement it so the person is still doing the work but they want that accountability they want a bit more of a personalized service they want a bit more um personalized help and they value that they're thinking i don't just want the course i actually would love a bit more hand-holding a bit more guidance a bit more of a personalized um advice on like okay what printer will be right for me um what type of plan is right for me and my business and my goals so that's where this kind of middle step comes in where you help someone so you do it with them and so they in i guess in the industry they call it a course that you do on your own is um diy do it yourself then someone helping you accountability showing you working alongside you is done with you and then the top level would be done for you so there'll be people again who be like you know what i don't want to just pay 99 dollars and take for a course i'm not going to do because i'm actually super busy but i want the results from that i don't even want to do it with you and learn it because honestly that's not my zone of genius i'm my zone of genius is helping people build their confidence and i'd rather someone else just do it all uh, using my information and my content and basically come up you know make this beautiful planner for me that i can give to my coaching clients so then that was where you come in with like a more premium offer which is you doing it for them so done for you services and that would be like at your highest price bracket and i think it's a great kind of system or model because you get to help you know everyone in, in that sense of you get to have something that's there affordable and accessible so people can get going you also have something there for people who value their time and are willing to pay for it where you do it for them and then you also have those people in between who still want to learn it themselves maybe they're not quite ready to invest fully in you doing it for them and you can do it alongside them and help them get results so um yeah so that's just what i wanted to share around pricing i guess packaging and structures 
And yeah, it all comes down to money. <laughs> and it's something we don't always want to talk about, especially me. I'm kind of quite British in my attitude with money. Like I never want to talk about money or how much do you earn or all those types of things. But I'm kind of realising, you know, we need to normalise it because other women have normalized it in their lives and i've seen them as an example like rachel rogers or michelle raw or um patricia um i think what's this her name patricia bright but people other women talking about money talking about how much they've made in launches all of that i'm like i'm inspired by it i love the openness and it just gets money being a normal thing um often as women we don't i think it i think we see money in a slightly different way it's you know, we've only women have only really been in the working world for about 20, 30 years, 30 years ish. Um, we our models of, I guess, leadership and what it means to be, I guess, successful have been more male leadership and models. Um, and we have we're not yet used to seeing women in those same types of things. Like it's changing now and it's that's amazing. And I want to be part of the change. So I will be talking about money more, even though it's like, oh, yeah, money. Uh. But if I, I know that we have to change our ideas and mind on thoughts on money and see money as being a tool, um, like a tool that you can use and the person could use it for bad, but a person can also use it for good. And I know that when I receive money, I tithe, I give to my church. That's super important to me. And I know that that makes a difference. I give to charities. I have sponsored children. I give some portion. I give like 1% of my sale money to A21. That helps um, tra against trafficking of children and adults in this world. Like it's disgusting what happens still. And I know that the more money I get, the more other people are going to be helped and make, impacted and not just my family, but in the wider world. So money is a tool. And I think the women have got to talk about it more, get more comfortable with it and to start to see it as what it is. It's a tool and it's an exchange of value. So if someone values what you do, they give you money. And and the more value you offer and the more you help people, the more money you get. <laughs> and the more money you get, the more things you can do and the more you can, you know, also enjoy things. And I think there's nothing wrong with that as long as that's not your priority, but you can enjoy a beautiful home, having, you know, beautiful experiences and you can make a bigger impact in your global world, global community and in your local community. So that wraps up this episode. Uh, I guess I'm going to call it money, money, money. <laughs> hope it's been helpful let me know your takeaways your thoughts yep that's my kids in the background but like i said i'm not gonna uh, i'm going to be perfect imperfectly perfect no i'll be showing up imperfectly basically so sometimes you will hear my kids i am a mom and that's okay and that's also part of this whole thing is realizing we are whole people we are whole humans we um we can't just compart put ourselves in compartments anymore definitely this year has taught us that and showed us that that's been a lesson for a lot of us in 2020 we are whole humans we um we are mums we are dads we are wives husbands sisters brothers we are you know whole people and people have had to see children walking in on zoom calls and a bit more of our behind the scenes messy lives and that is absolutely fine so Anyway, uh, I hope that's all helped. If you want, you can check out the website, 
www.itstartswiththedream.com. So I have rebranded from Called Out Living. I've just, oh yeah, I haven't even really announced that. I've rebranded from Called Out Living to itstartswiththedream.com. It's a name, because it's a name that I think is more obvious with what I'm about. And I love my other name. People didn't really quite get it and they were confused by it. And I think it, the phrase calling someone out in America is, is something different from what I intended it to be. So it always sounded a bit more like I was telling someone off, which is not really how I am. So I think the new name is just more clear and um, really aligned with what I'm all about, which is pe people's dreams and creating a dream or vision for your life and get to experience it now not just in the future not just like when you reach a b and c goals but to to start implementing and bringing those things into your day-to-day -day life so you know even your everyday mundane life can still feel like a dream thank you for listening subscribe share um leave a comment leave a review i'd love to know what you thought